0: what up it's episode 178 of the guardian project podcast and i'm just a thought vessel
1: andy oh i like that and uh, i am your opponent whose life total is greater than the number of people on the planet mike coyle eight billion yeah there's over eight billion people on the planet now i know that happened
0: this week it did it's It's a lot of it's a lot of babies yeah
1: but you know it doesn't necessarily mean i'm winning the game um i just have that much life
0: commander damage beats eight eight
1: billion life bring it on i'll lose to it (laughs) please listen carefully and this is the podcast about command our favorite magic the gathering format and today we are going to talk about the transformers cards because uh they got printed in brothers war um a lot of people maybe didn't want to read them skipped them missed them a lot of words on two sides of the card on every single one of these cards we'll read it so you don't have to that's right so this is like a um it's like a book on tape but also, we're going to give our opinions about them and talk about how good they are.
0: Yeah. And it's a it, there's a lot of chapters because there's so much text about uh, these Transformers. Um, but before we start, we we got an email from Quinn, uh, Girl Dick Energy on Twitter, who followed the instructions. And their email mm-hmm. says, I followed the instructions and provided photographic evidence of having melded something other than brazella so we talked about meld cards okay and so there's brazella and brun or i'm sorry gisella and bruna from mm-hmm. the shadows block and then there was also Onware garrison and on um it, it's the onwear it's the one that turns into the township right um and that got melded and no one still to this day mm-hmm. this is a fact ever ever forever yeah. knows the name of the The other third meld pair. So, (laughs) so you can't prove us wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Faye said, "In this case specifically, it was the writhing township. I play both halves of my Kiki Jiki Mirror Breaker deck because the body makes more bodies, and having copies really starts to snowball out of control. Bonus points if we have Perforous out on the field. The land giving haste also made it really just an easy add." So, Faye said. I've included the image of the melding event as well as a link to the original tweet. So, I mean, it was, this is thorough homework. Yes. So, so on where the writhing township is a seven, four Eldrazi ooze that has trample and haste. And it says, whenever it, it attacks, you put uh two, three, two color Eldrazi horrors onto the battlefield, tap and attacking It's really good. The whole city was like, let's go. Yeah. And, and then just, the whole thing got up.
1: And every time they, they turn sideways, they, Produce six power worth of Eldrazi horror. A
0: little ooze falls out? Two of them. Two oozes two fall out of the big ooze. Yeah, I mean they're not the little ones aren't ooze, but okay. So let's <laughs> let's look at this board state for real though. Tell me tell me if this is good. Okay. Okay. Spoiler alert. Visualizing. It's, it's good. probably good. Um. So Perfrost, God of the Forge. <laughs> that's okay, It's good. When a creature enters, it you, two damage to each of your opponents. Mm-hmm. Legion Loyal t- loyalist, which is a one one haste battalion, and your creatures um, gain first strike and trample. Yep. Yep. Two one one elementals.
1: Oh, you got battalion.
0: Okay. Season pyromancer. Jax is uh, the troublemaker. A ruby medallion and five mountains.
1: Do is there any indication that Jax has haste? Is, is Jax is tapped?
0: It is not tapped, and there is no way to say whether or not it doesn't have so many things. I mean, but s- there's you do good. need one red mana, and it can't be activated right now. It can also only be activated at sorcery speed. And
1: you have to discard a card.
0: And you do have to um, you discard a card. Yeah. And and I'm not sure. If there's a hand here but honestly this is a legit board state yeah, so it's really strong if you play the third meld pair that no one and it, it doesn't exist no one knows the you name don't of, know it you don't know it but you if you, you, you figure it out and you've melded it and you have proof of it photographic evidence send it to us yeah and we'll talk way, about that on another episode that, thank you quinn
1: that way we can gaslight you and tell you that that photograph is fake and doctored and <laughs> uh-oh <goes out. laughs> Um, if you weren't aware, uh, there's this social media website called Twitter uh, that might be on fire right now. Um, yeah. But there's good news because our friends over at Moxfield uh, have put together some conceptual art about a potential social media website just for Magic: The Gathering.
0: Yeah, it looks like like a full social media website that is just built into Moxfield. So if you're mm-hmm.
1: not using Moxfield,
0: we're not sponsored. We're not sponsored. Not sponsored. Really, really great content. Um, that they they have. Um, really easy to use like a really easy to use website where all of my decks now are yeah. and
1: build decks there yeah not just import
0: not just import the decks but also uh like in the in the image that they showed it looks like there's going to be like recent articles or top decks um top decks is in like the most popular decks not, not necessarily sure. top decks sure, so sure, maybe sure. that that'd be a cool series like top decks top decks and you just you reveal a card. Is this good? Do we want it in this oh, situation? Kind of oh, cool. Okay. But um, yeah, with with Twitter being how it is, although this week we did find out that their current CEO is mm-hmm. talking about stepping down and finding a new person to take over a CEO. Perfect. It only took like 20 days to break <laughs> to break them. Um it was pretty crazy with all the we had a blue check mark, we don't have a blue check mark. We have verify, we don't have very like the whole thing just mm-hmm. I kind of... We live and die by Twitter, honestly, for the podcast. We sure. just hang... That's where we met all of our magic friends. Mm-hmm. That's like, that's where we know people. So um, we don't know if Twitter's going to be around. Who knows? Um, this is not a doomsday comment either. It's no. just, I literally have no idea, but it's true. People are pulling ad sponsorships. Yes. That's not great for the website. So if you're not using Moxfield yet,
1: use it. Yeah, you should get on there. Because,
0: because then when the website...
1: You'll introduce the social account.
0: media you're already there you've got followers you're already actively using it yeah. it'll be really great like
1: if your twitter account currently has like a small string of numbers at the end get into moxfield now get your username without the numbers it'll be perfect you'll be the first
0: moxfield user just andy
1: oh yeah you could do uh probably it's already taken it, i'm actually. sure but not your Maybe I see, maybe, maybe, you like, mm, maybe I'm making another account. Maybe tonight. I gotta get maybe I gotta get in there with the Andrew. Um, but if you are looking for an alter uh, an, an alternate way to get a hold of us and stuff, we also do have a Discord. Um, you can find it on our pins our pinned tweet <laughs> on our Twitter. account. Yeah, for as
0: long as Twitter exists, that is our pinned tweet. Mm-hmm. It's just come hang out with us. We wanted to make sure that folks saw that because if Twitter did disappear, I don't know how to find all of you no. other than you emailing us mm-hmm. unless you're already in our our discord right um or if you're a patron um we have we have a way to reach all of our patrons and um this is this is a good time to thank everybody who listens to our show every single week and especially our patrons we really do appreciate everything that you do for us and everybody who reaches out um and consumes our content we we, we're really glad you're here um and if you want to find um or if you want to support us in a different way, um, you can head to patreon.com slash and donate for any dollar amount.
1: And if you want to support us uh, in a different way or in an additional way, whatever you are enjoying the podcast on now, if you could subscribe, rate, review, leave some comments, some hearts, whatever it is you can, uh, we'd really appreciate it. But you can also find us online on YouTube, Instagram, still find us on Twitter. You can search the Guardian Project Podcast over on Google and you can email us at guardianprojectpod at gmail.com.
0: Still no Facebook. We could go back to MySpace. Is that a thing still? Is MySpace. MySpace? Still a thing? I'm
1: sure it is. And for a long time, MySpace was actually being used for like music content. If creation. you want to be
0: in our top eight friends yeah. on MySpace, send us a direct message. Yeah. An, an Maybe essay, we'll one up. a 500-word an essay. essay. We they're not applying for college.
1: <laughs> they're applying for our top eight. Oh, friend
0: positions. that's important. Very <laughs> important. Well, this it's week we've got planes, no trains, and automobiles. So let's get to it.
1: transformers yes they finally rolled out these cards
0: they might be more than meets the eye ah, oh good. i never watched this show <laughs> i've only seen some of the movies yeah, not yeah. all of them the shows are better oh the show is better okay at me in the comments so <laughs> most of these cards are creature cards and a vehicle on the other side two of them are not vehicles. Mm -hmm. Um, They each have an ability called More Than Meets the Eye, where you can cast it onto the vehicle or the object side um, instead of the robot side. And both sides have criteria to flip the cards back and forth. Um, The vehicles, if there is a vehicle, has an ability called Living Metal. So it means that they're a creature as long as it's your turn and you don't have to crew
1: these cards. true. These vehicles, no crewing. In fact, you can't crew them without jumping through another hoop of giving them a crew cost. Could
0: you put somebody in yeah. the driver's seat on these vehicles so
1: the um, i think so yeah the the brand new boros dominaria united commander makes vehicles you control have crew one uh and then the shurikai not shurikai but the act the other commander Katori. gives i think things no too. i meant
0: in like in the show oh. could a person get into them so, i think so yeah
1: they do they because like even like bumblebee like helps people by Oh, by away. driving them okay yeah. so mm-hmm. well, so you don't want to be inside them when they transform
0: them. okay yeah you don't have to drive them they can drive themselves That's okay true. self-driving vehicles so we're going to go through each of these we're going to talk about which ones are hot which ones are not where we play them maybe where they fit into the 99 and we're going to start with prowl stoic strategist a 3-3 robot for three and a white it has more than meets the eye for two and a white so some cost one less it says whenever prowl attacks exile up to one other target tapped creature or vehicle for as long as that card remains exiled it's only may play it so we've seen something like this before on some other cards Mm -hmm. and then it says whenever a player plays a card exiled with prowl you draw a card and you convert prowl on the other side we have a 2-3 vehicle it's it's a it's a police cruiser and it says whenever another creature or vehicle enters the battlefield under your control put a plus and plus encounter on prowl if this is the second time this ability has resolved you convert prowl so i I don't know this one has the four mana cost with no immediate payoff. If you, if you actually play this on the robot side, mm-hmm. I feel like most of these, when we go through them, I'd probably play on the vehicle side. Cause I like them just coming out sure. sooner. Sure. They're not all cheaper, no. but most of them are. Yep. Um. It also requires you to attack on the robot side um, to, to really get any of that value. And mm-hmm. the vehicle side's okay, but I don't really like want, I think I'd want to always stay on the robot side. I don't know if I want to come back from the vehicle side. Um, I don't think this is going to see any play in a commander or like vehicle deck that I play. And I'm not sure this is like the best vehicle to go into like, even like Shorakai vehicles. I don't know if I want this one. I'd rather play the other white one we'll talk about. There's, there's some blue ones and a blue white. I just don't really, I think there's a lot of other stronger vehicle decks, like cards for vehicle decks.
1: Yeah. I don't disagree. Um, I think there, there's, there might be a case. I mean, when you look at it, it, it's, maybe reminiscent of a Flicker type of deck uh, or or a Blink type of deck, but you have to cast the card if it's your own card that you're doing it. Sure, you can remove your stuff. You're probably going to be removing your opponent's commanders with this. I think we talked about that once. Um, because We were talking about whether or not your opponents would put the commander in the command zone when you exile it with an effect like this.
0: I guess if they have... Well, I don't know if it goes to exile forever. Well, I mean, they probably would. I bet they would because it goes to exile, it makes it cost less, they don't have right. the extra commander tax, the tax and
1: You're giving your player you're giving your opponent a card draw, but You're also converting them into the vehicle in case you don't want them to have the robot anymore. I
0: guess that's true. I wonder if when this leaves, they have now it's in exile forever. It says for, Oh no, it says for as long as it remains exiled, its owner may, even if prowl leaves that remains. So they're going to probably throw it in the, into exile. I don't know.
1: I still don't think it's worth playing in many places. Like I have a flicker deck. I wouldn't want to play it in that flicker deck. Prowl is not, not one
0: that I think I'm going to be using. No,
1: Um, but we have another mono white, um, transformer here that i think does fit in a few of our decks or at least it appeals to us more and that's ratchet field medic for two and a white you get a two four robot with more than me die for one and a white so one generic less this two four has life link, and whenever you gain life you may convert ratchet when you do return target artifact card with mana value less than or equal to the amount of life you gained this turn from your graveyard to the battlefield tapped uh, and on the vehicle side, we have Ratchet Rescue Racer, a 1-4 vehicle with living metal and lifelink. This is whenever one or more non-token artifacts you control are put into a graveyard from the battlefield, convert Ratchet. This ability triggers only once each turn. So although you can have the uh, robot side out um, twice per turn, you'll only be able to convert from the vehicle side to the robot side once per turn. Um, but you still be able to return two, two artifacts per turn this way of... I mean, if you're using the Ratchet robot type with two lifelink, you'll be able to return mana value to artifacts back to the battlefield and um, keep looping them. I know there's a lot of artifacts that care about enter the battlefield, you get to draw a card, you get pay generic mana and sacrifice them um, to get some sort of extra special effect. Alchemist Vial uh, comes to mind to make it so creatures can't block or you have an unblockable creature. Um, and a uh, uh, sleeper dart is another one that can tap and sacrifice. The, the artifacts do come in tap, so sleeper dart might not work as well, but there's a lot of instances. Aether spell bombs, those type of uh, artifacts would work really well here.
0: Yeah, I think this one is a better mono white transformer card. It works really well with just generic life gain, which is great because that's just in a lot of decks. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do like the ambulance side. So this is an ambulance. Mm-hmm. It's
1: a white ambulance. I
0: don't know what sh- it looks like, a van. It, it doesn't.
1: Is. Yeah, big van, uh very square. Um
0: it is it looks like the vehicle from the ghost the ghostbusters. Ghostbusters vehicle. I feel vehicle. like
1: that's yeah, that uh I don't I haven't seen that movie in a long time.
0: Yeah, I haven't seen that movie in a long time, but I feel like this is the shape or it's this is the like the colors. mystery machine but the the wheels not on oh, the sure. front. The and, wheel.
1: Yes, and this is white. And I mean, it's that, not psychedelic painted yes, i mean it's definitely. an ambulance
0: it definitely should be identified <laughs> i mean they want you to know no so i think that you don't have to do a whole lot for this to be good in certain decks mm-hmm. like aleila i think Alela's mm-hmm. cool it just mm-hmm. cares about casting artifacts or enchantments this one just works and there's some generic life gain there i even like seeing this in the 99 maybe of a sidri Galvanic genius deck so you can turn non-creature artifacts into artifact creatures and since they are only creatures on your turn with yeah. the Living Metal, at least yeah. the vehicle side, you could do that. Um, and then, since you care about getting artifacts back from your graveyard, you're turning mana low mana cost artifacts into creatures with Death Touch with Sidri. You don't care that they die, and then Ratchet can bring them back.
1: Yeah, why not? Yeah, very cool. And then if you you know you play this within a a different uh, life gain strategy or something, and you could start bringing back you know, nine mana value things. Maybe um, you're an Aloro player or something and you're going to put Ratchet in your Aloro deck and you're going to run a Magistrate Scepter and a Core Tapper. Uh, where Magistrate Scepter is, is a three-mana artifact with the important ability of tap, remove three charge counters from Magistrate Scepter to take an extra turn after this one. And Cortex oh, yeah. is a one-one yeah. with two mana uh, that you can sacrifice to put two charge counters on target artifacts. So you actually don't even have to swing with Ratchet in an Eloro, uh deck because at your upkeep, you'll gain... The amount of life that you need to bring core tapper right back so now you don't even have to swing no one needs blockers and uh you could potentially take just about infinite turns
0: all right next is a mono blue transformer and you might hear them outside because there is in <laughs> fact construction happening at my house and it is unknown whether or not that is going to appear on
1: the audio yeah, just like just like bumblebee was hanging out stanley w- is that was his name i don't know From i've seen the first transformers movie
0: that's the only one that i've seen and the year it came out which i feel like was right after i got out of high school or something like that yeah probably so like too many years ago <laughs> so just pretend like we have robots just as background noise like yeah. just doing generic things well yeah you don't you won't see
1: them because they're in disguise
0: yeah <laughs> 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 so jetfire ingenious scientist is a three four robot for four Four in a blue, so five mana. More than meets the eyes is three in a blue. It has flying and remove one or more plus one plus one counters from among artifacts you control. Target player uh, adds that much colorless mana to their mana pool, and that mana cannot be spent to cast non artifact spells. Then you convert Jetfire into Jetfire Air Guardian, which is just a jet. And it's a 3 4 jet that has flying. It has pay blue, 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 convert jet fire. And then adapt three, which I did not expect to see the Simic mechanic adapt yeah. on one of these cards. So it's cool because this card actually works all on its own. I don't know how often you're going to be playing with plus one, plus one counters and like artifacts that that often, I guess. Um, but I do like the idea of putting this into the 99 of like a Marchesa, the Black, the Black Rose deck, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is a deck that cares about dethrone uh, into throne says whenever this creature attacks the player with the most life or tied for the most, you put a plus one, plus one counter on it. So you can remove counters from maybe you're just running artifact creatures because you have to remove them from among artifacts you control. So Mm -hmm. you want like artifact creatures. I don't know how often you're going to get more than one plus one, plus one counter on them because you want like modular, you want counters on things and like for at least Marchesa
1: yeah, I mean, with, well, with modular, you can stack more than one plus one plus one counters on each creature. So and this adapts three, some.
0: so it gets multiple. So if you have Marchesa out, it says mm-hmm. whenever a creature dies with a plus one plus one counter, you return to the battlefield at the beginning of the next end step. So, like, I feel like this theme, mm-hmm. I feel like it has legs. You
1: yeah, know? it definitely has legs, um, but only on one side of the card. In fact, with Jetfire, you can't even see Jetfire's legs on the first side of the card because it's sitting down in a chair. Definitely has so legs So I don't though. know if this one has legs at all. This one might be the only one that doesn't have no, legs. No, Jetfire
0: definitely, it has legs, okay? <laughs> it has legs, folks, Jetfire. Tell me if, you know what, we'll we'll have to Google after just Jetfire yeah, Transformers Jetfire to see if
1: I legs. can find one with legs. <laughs> uh, now I will say that in, in my research, I did find a commander that I think will use Jetfire uh, very, very easily. Um, and that is Katsumasa the Animator. Uh, this one is from Kamigawa Dynasty. Um, commander Uh, so this was one of the legendary creatures in the vehicles deck because it's blue Uh, that's the uh, my only indication so this is a Moonfolk artificer for two blue blue it's a three three with flying that has an ability it says pay two in a blue until end of turn target non-creature artifact you control becomes an artifact creature and gains flying if it's not a vehicle it has base power and toughness one one until end of turn But the ability we really care about here is at the beginning of your upkeep, put a plus one, plus one counter on each of up to three target non-creature artifacts. So Jetfire doesn't care uh, which artifacts have the plus one, plus one counters on them, whether they're creatures or non-creatures. And Katsumasa is trying to turn non-creature artifacts into creatures. So you're going to maybe at some point end up with a bunch of artifacts with plus one, plus one counters on them that aren't creatures, so they're not doing anything. So why not turn those things into mana that you can spend only on... Uh, artifact spells and activate abilities such as katsumasa's ability uh, or activate the artifacts that you are undoubtedly casting in your katsumasa deck it's
0: a unique way to play it and i don't think that jetfire among all these transformers is going to be among the most popular (laughs) to play but when you see it it's going to be really
1: cool yeah it is now this next one is a mono black uh, transformer, so definitely I'm the one who's most interested in talking about this uh, uh, card. But um, turns out it's not. He's true. not. No,
0: he's not. Actually, I am now the mono black player sure. of yeah. the show. It's no, true. hundred percent. I don't yeah. have a single deck. You don't have a mono black deck I don't at have all a anymore. Single mono black deck. I have. Two Jaren decks, and now Blitzwing, Cruel Tormentor, a 6-5 robot for five and a black, more than meets the eye for three and a black. So two less. At the beginning of your end step, target opponent loses life equal to the life that player lost this turn. If no life was lost this way, convert Blitzwing. And on the other side, you have either a tank or just a generic ship. It looks like a ship from like Star Fox, sure. honestly. That's that. If you picture a Star Fox ship, that's that's Blitzwing. Yeah, uh, and it says plane. at the beginning of combat on your turn, choose flying or indestructible at random. Blitzwing gains that ability till end of turn. When it deals damage to somebody, you convert Blitzwing. So this reminds me a lot of the card Wound Reflection. Um, Not exactly, but that's an enchantment for six mana. It says at the beginning of each end step, each opponent loses life equal to the life they lost this turn. It also reminds me of the first commander that ever had this sort of text, which is Asterion the Decadent, a 4-4 vampire in the Orzhov colors. And there's a lot of text on it, but honestly, the one that matters is one of these modes that says at the beginning of your end step, you choose one. And I'm just going to read the one mode that says target opponent loses life equal to the amount of life they lost this turn. So uh, we had talked about it off stream. And Mm -hmm. uh, we had uh, off stream and off podcast about this deck. And I said, I kind of want to build this. Is it a deck that would be fun? Is it a deck that could do the thing more than once? And honestly, sometimes just doing the thing two two or three times and saying you've done it and then your friends have the memory of it and you're like hey sure. i remember that was really cool is the thing that i want to do and so the thing is this is like the most two card combo deck i've i've ever seen because there are so many cards that say target opponent loses half their life rounded up and some say rounded down so it would matter but cards like peer into the abyss quietest spike vertus the veiled scourge of the sky Fray- fraying omnipotence Uh, Scythe Claw, Raving Dead, and there's there's more. There's Mm -hmm. like 10 or 11 mono black cards that just say you do something and then also lose half of your life, whether it's when you get attacked or when you draw half your library or whatever it is. And then Blitzwing at the end of turn will make them lose the other half of their life. So I feel like nobody's really talking about Blitzwing, but I, <laughs> I did post it online and there were some folks saying that this card and also when we talk about Megatron were some of their favorites. Sure. And I like to think maybe I had something to do with that opinion <laughs> because I was posting like Temporal Extortion. Yes. It's an extra turn card that costs four black mana. And it says you take an extra turn unless an opponent loses half their life. Mm-hmm. Well, that's fine. Either I get an extra turn or you essentially lose Mm -hmm. you just lose the game because i'm going to pick you then to lose that other half of the life oh yeah so i'm it's a mono black you get an extra turn right and that's that might be the only time temporal extortion becomes that because in most cases and you've only cast it against me maybe once or twice
1: in our. i used to cast it every game yeah
0: but someone usually paid half their life not
1: true no 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 typically people will not pay half their life because When I'm casting Temporal Extortion, it's not going to be on turn eight or nine. It's on curve three or four and people have four. Oh yeah.
0: No one wants to lose 20, but at this point, they're definitely not gonna want to no, lose their life. No. So uh, I think Blitzwing is sweet. I I have a brew already. If you go check my check my Moxfield account, mm-hmm. it's up there. Um, if you were in our Discord, I added a bunch of cards that some people asked because I yeah. I found all the shell and I was like, I have six cards and I ran out of mono black cards that I think are good because I'm honestly so not used to just building mono black. That's good stuff. Um but I, I I'm running a dark ritual. I'm going to get this. I'm going to get this robot
1: out on turn two Turn two on the vehicle side. Why not? Let's let's go. <laughs> well, speaking of mono black uh, decks, um, I think this next one is a, a really, really good commander for your generic mono black commander decks out there. And that's starscream power hungry. The guy who was always trying to take uh, Megatron's job.
0: And this one has legs in the artwork. This one definitely has legs. You can legs. physically see the legs. I can
1: physically see the legs. I can even physically see Megatron's legs <laughs> in the back of this one. Uh, I assume that's Megatron. Uh, don't at me in the comments for that one. Starscream Power Hungry for three in a black. You get a 2-3 robot with more than meets the eye for two in a black. So it costs one generic less as flying. And whenever you draw a card, if you don't, I'm sorry, if you are the Monarch, target opponent loses two life. The monarch. That's right. Um, and whenever one or more creatures deal combat damage to you, convert Starscream. So there's still no indication of how the Monarch's being introduced. Maybe we'll find it on the other side of this card. You get a 2-3 vehicle <laughs> with living metal, with flying, menace, and haste. This thing is coming in and getting in. The turn it comes this out. This
0: jet is coming at you with purple flames. It's very hot. Uh,
1: whenever Starscream deals combat damage to a player, if there is no Monarch, that player becomes the Monarch. So very uh, Jared Carthalian from Commander Legends. Um, who when it entered the battlefield you had to choose an opponent to become the monarch uh, but whenever you become the monarch you get to convert star scream so mono black introduced the monarch but other than that it's there's it's all about you drawing cards while you're the monarch
0: and you're in mono black which draws cards pretty well it does. you don't mind paying life honestly this transformer adding the monarch is the is like the benefit here mm-hmm. remember when we used to do the episodes well not used to do when we did the episodes on like house rules yes a lot of the house rules that we talked about had monarch being introduced in some way and mm-hmm. there were a lot that when we were doing the research of folks that had house rules posted online a lot of them were just the goal of whatever the rule was was making the monarch exist. That's true. And I just like the monarch. It's a really good mechanic. It is. I think it's a fan favorite. And so just adding it to the game is fantastic. you know,
1: I like having to give it to someone else. I like that extra hoop of you give it to someone and then maybe next time around, you'll be able to get it back.
0: Yeah, and there's only three three legendary creatures that care about Monarch, which now is Starscream. You mentioned Der- Jericho Carthalian, and the original is Queen Marchesa, which is mm-hmm. in Mardu. And this is really good for Queen Marchesa because Queen Marchesa just makes you the Monarch. So you can already just care about being the Monarch and then, and then drawing cards. But I, I kind of really like the idea of putting this in like a Shieldred, oh, the yeah. new Shieldred deck, because that one already just cares about you just drawing in general, because you gain life. When your opponents draw draw cards, they lose life. Mm-hmm. And But I feel like the right shell is, is Queen Marchesa. I mean, because you got red sure. for wheels, and if you're already looking to be the monarch mm-hmm. when you draw seven cards, it's just really good. But if you wanted to add this, to any black deck to add the monarch you get style points
1: yeah i wanted to look up how many other monarch cards you could play in mono black just to see if like there is a way to do it um with starscream there are nine legal cards you can hey, that's play that actually not too bad it's not too bad uh two of them are colorless one of them's a land um but you have like thorn of the black rose which is a pauper staple. Brand new uh, Court of Ambition, brand new Commander Legends. How many years ago was it? Oh, that my age? God.
0: It's been like two years, Mike. <laughs> brand spanking new <laughs> from latest, 2020. I mean, other
1: than Starscream, it is the latest Commander. or 2019?
0: Uh, oh, God. I don't know what year it, it was, was. a long
1: time. But Court of Ambition, uh, which makes people discard cards, extra benefits if you're the monarch. Feast of Secession, which gives minus four, minus four to uh, all creatures, gives you the monarch uh custody lich is a good one um that like does a flesh bag marauder effect when you become the monarch so black is definitely supported there not like 20 cards supported but definitely mono black good stuff add some monarch. i wouldn't
0: be surprised if we just see it more oh people just already it. like it
1: so in the future i'll play it you'll play it i'll play You're it to put together i'll see it if i opened a star screen. i don't even know if i opened one or not
0: all right to, we're building both the mono black vehicles. It's,
1: it's about time I had a mono black deck.
0: Exactly, exactly. So the next card here, though, let's go to red, which is Slicer, Hired Muscle. A 3-4 robot for four and a red. More than meets the eyes, two and red. Two, two less. Double Strike and Haste. It has legs. And at the beginning of each opponent's upkeep, you may have that player gain control of Slicer until end of turn. If you do, untap Slicer and you goad it. It can't be sacrificed. And if you do not do that, though, you have to convert it into... I don't know what kind of vehicle this is. It's like a racing car of some... It, look, it, it looks like a Dodge Charger. It,
1: it, it almost, to me, looks like a European-branded sports car. Like, they kind of have a little bit of a bigger grille, and they kind of look sedan-ish, but they're also super fast. Okay,
0: so Slicer High Speed Antagonist is just a high-speed sedan. Yeah. Um, and it has a yellow and a blue stripe down its side. Um, but it has First Strike and Haste. It's a 3-2 with whenever it deals damage to a player, you convert it. So because you're giving this away, this really reminded me of the card Tangarth, Mm -hmm. first mate which came out in commander 2019 a 5-5 minotaur in gruel colors that says whenever an opponent attacks with one or more creatures if tangarth is tapped you can have it like attack with them and you choose what it attacks so it's it's not the same because they don't really get control you're just like you may have them gain control of it and then and it says if you do choose a player a planeswalker that opponent is attacking it it attacks that so you you choose where it's attacking but it's still kind of the same thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So my thought here was, if you did want this to be your commander, you could just... Add on a bunch of swords or oh, equipment yeah. and then you're like, hey Mike, take this mm-hmm. and smack this person because I'm already trying to get commander damage on that person. And it's goaded, so you can't swing it at me anyway. Right. But so- I'm
1: I'm gonna purposefully choose the other person that you told me not to swing at.
0: But kindly
1: though, help me get to twenty one <laughs> commander damage because cause it's
0: very difficult to do. That's true. I think I think commander damage Voltron decks kill one person and then lose to they, they take second place Larly. usually if, when I play them. Mm-hmm. When I play because I feel bad.
1: I don't think you're alone.
0: No, I just feel that's like, don't swing at me. It's like, okay, (laughs) and then I spread it and then it dies and then I don't do anything else. That's what this reminds me of. I'm not sure what else I have to say about Slicer other than it reminds me of Tangarth, yeah. but could it could be a cool Voltron.
1: Yeah, I, I think you hit it uh, nail on the head. Tangarth, you get a lot more uh, choice um, for Slicer. If you don't want to give it directly to the player on the left, you're not going to have the opportunity, opportunity to give it to the player. <laughs> opportunity. Uh, the opportunity to give it to the player across from you or to the player on the right, because it'll already be on the vehicle side. Um, but I kind of like it. Uh, I, I definitely wouldn't run it as a commander, but I think in the 99, it would be pretty cool. Yeah, agreed. Uh, we have uh, like probably the best transformer on this whole list coming up here next. Um, Andy's Do favorite. Do uh, we know RC Sharpshooter? <laughs> RC Sharpshooter is a three mana one, a red and a white two two robot with more than meets the for red and a white. It's only two mana on the vehicle side. It's totally worth it. It's just Boros. It's got first strike and it has an ability that you pay one generic mana to remove one or more plus one plus one counters from RC. It deals that much damage to target creature and then you convert RC over into the barbie princess convertible it's uh, a coupe.
0: it's a coupe, and it's an acrobatic coupe. it literally okay. says what it, it is. is this one vehicle explains what it is
1: okay it is an acro it is a coupe that does acrobatics
0: it's shooting off of what looks like a taxi, taxi.
1: <laughs> yeah uh, so this is a 2-2 vehicle with living metal it says whenever you cast a spell that targets one or more creatures or vehicles you control put that many plus one, plus one counters on RC and you convert RC. So it cares about how many targets your spell has. So there is an ability called Strive that was printed a long time ago that allow you to pay an extra cost, whether that was mana cost, sometimes like tapping a creature or something. In order to target an additional target, past the first target, Um, those particular spells would probably be good with RC. Do you like RC, Andy?
0: No. No. I don't. I like RC going into like a feather deck sure but feather is one of those decks where if you've played feather you've played feather and Mm -hmm. that's not to disparage a player who likes playing that deck Sure. the problem is you you, you play the same card five times like that's just kind of what feather does and feather plays strive cards Mm -hmm. it plays specifically single target things Um, a lot of heroic cards work really well in there right because you you target that creature they get a counter or whatever so it works with rc Um, I mean, it's kind of a slam dunk. If you're playing a feather deck, it works. The issue is if you want RC to be your commander, you need to essentially work against yourself on the robot side because now you're removing counters Mm -hmm. from RC. um, And I don't think you want to. But maybe it's not a Voltron deck, and maybe I'm missing the strategy someone will play if RC was their commander. So if
1: you if you give maybe some equipments to RC, give it lifelink so that damage will heal you, give it death touch so you can only ping one one time and kill something and only remove a single plus one plus one counter, maybe that's where it wants to go and it wants you to focus, but Every time you activate that ability once, it converts RC, and then you have to jump through the hoops to convert back. Yeah, so you,
0: you, can't, you can't remove, because it's it's two-target creature. Right. It doesn't say two targets, so if you had, like, ten, you can't remove ten and ping down a bunch of one-ones. Correct. You're doing ten damage to one creature, and I think that's kind of the downside for mm-hmm.
1: me. That being said, it would be pretty hard to get ten targets unless you have some of the three spells that will actually target all of your creatures um, without having to pay any extra mana. So if you are playing an RC deck, Eerie Interlude, which flickers all of your creatures, it does target all of your, uh, up to of your creatures. So exile any number of target creatures you control. Return those cards to the battlefield under your owner's control at the beginning of the next end step. That will be able to target all of your creatures. Semester's end is doing the exact same thing, except the creatures will enter with an additional plus one plus one counter. You can also target Planeswalkers, and they will enter with an additional loyalty counter if you are playing Planeswalkers. And there's a card called Scapegoat, which is only one white mana, an instant, as an additional cost. You have to sacrifice a creature, but then you can return any number of target creatures you control to their owner's hand. So This is not a flicker effect. This is returning to your hand. I hope you have the mana to start recasting all of your creatures. But if you really only need one giant RC to get it done, you can get it done
0: yeah rc is not going into any of my decks but the next one might be a commander i think this one's pretty cool too which is blaster combat dj a three three for five mana so three red green we're in gruel with more than meets the eye of one in gruel so three mana and it says other non-token artifact creatures and vehicles you control have modular one so they enter the battlefield with an additional plus one plus one counter on them and when they die you may move their plus one plus one counters to other target artifact creatures and it says whenever you put one or more plus one plus one counters on blaster, you convert it into a boom box. So this is not a vehicle, it doesn't have living metal, mm-hmm. but it has modular three and it has pay X and tap it, and move X plus one plus one counters from blaster onto another target Artifact. So this one doesn't say Artifact Creature. This is just Artifact. Mm-hmm. It says, that Artifact gains haste until end of turn. If Blaster has no plus one plus one counters on it, you convert it. So Modular 3, if you cast it on the boombox side, it comes in with three plus one plus one counters on it. Um, I think this is, this is... I like Modular. Yeah. I like things that give abilities to things that don't have abilities. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of... The card from Dragon's Maze that gives scavenge to all creatures in your graveyard. It's the Golgari card, Varols, the Scar yeah. Striped. Mm-hmm. This reminds me of that, but not modular. All all the things have modular. Right. Um, I I think I like this with like hardened scales that puts extra counters on things oh, or stuff. or running invigorating hot springs as an enchantment I like it enters with four plus one plus one counters on it and it says modified creatures have haste so modified plus one plus one counters in general would give your creatures haste and then you can remove a counter and you can put a plus one plus one counter on a creature you control or with like the Ozolith, a card that oh, yeah. i wish i could afford more of them because they're just <laughs> getting really expensive now the they card's are. twenty dollars for like the lowest they're up to twenty seven dollars now but it's an artifact just one generic mana and says, whenever a creature you control leaves the battlefield, so it can be exiled, dies, flickered, whatever. Um, if it had counters on it, you put them on the ozolith. Mm. And then at, at the beginning of combat on your turn, if this has counters on it, you may move them onto a creature. So you don't really lose all your counters. Right. So the modular creature can leave the battlefield with a counter on it. It can move its counters. It's just, there's so much you can do. And the ozolith is crazy. I think this is one of the the, the cooler... Um, Transformers on the shore. Yeah. So neat. Yeah.
1: I, mean, I don't disagree with you. Giving abilities to your other creatures is always going to be super powerful. It reminds me of uh, the Master Chef background, which um, gives your commander the, <clears throat> it, it lets your commander enter with an additional plus one, plus one counter. And if you control your commander, it allows your other creatures to enter with additional plus one, plus one counter. Um, so maybe there's some sort of persist combo you can run here and persist is when the creature dies. You can uh, have it enter the battlefield with a, an additional minus one, minus one counter which if it has modular and persist, it'll just enter without a counter. Um, and then you can give it persist again, or if it has persist on it, and maybe there's... An there's example. like something there. There's something there. <laughs> but it there. has to be an artifact creature. Right. So it's a little bit hard. I only found one one creature where it works, and that's Lesser Manticore. Uh, this is a two-mana... Uh, uh, Two generic mana, two, two manticore from Modern Horizons, the original Modern Horizons. This is an additional cost to cast a spell, discard a card, pay for generic mana. Lesser manticore deals one damage to target creature and has persist. Really, it's a two mana, two, two that has persist. That's what you care about here. And you could probably, with some sac outlets, go infinite mana, infinite mill, and you're in Gruel. So it's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Gruel is neat. cool. Gruel is cool. And it's also a neat boombox that. Now- looks like it can play tape recorder stuff like it can play cassette tapes yeah and
1: because the transformers was like 80s right yeah yeah 80s 90s 80s 90s yeah yeah well, let's talk about some demir over here uh, with Cyclonus the Saboteur. It has legs. It does.
0: Oh man, I've missed saying it has legs on the last few, but this one also has legs, folks.
1: I don't think you have missed a single one. So far. <laughs> I don't think I said
0: it on Kavet DJ. Jeff- oh, maybe not. That's, that's
1: true. That's true. Uh, Cyclonus the Saboteur for two a blue and a black. You get a two-five robot with more than Mesa Eye for seven-five. This one
0: costs three extra to make the robot right away the or vehicle. the
1: vehicle. That vehicle side. That would be really good. Um, spoiler. It's really good. Uh, this is a 2-5 with Flyer. It says whenever Cyclonus deals combat damage to a player, it connives. Then if Cyclonus's power is five or greater, convert it. So you'll have to connive three times. Yeah, connive
0: is you can, you can draw a card and discard a card. And if you discard a non-land card, you mm-hmm. put a plus one, plus one counter on it. Yes. So it only connives once when you swing. Right.
1: Yeah. I know people are kind of used to the... The wording on Rafine, uh, the scheming seer, because um, you get to connive X, where X is the number of attacking creatures you control. But if it just says connive, that means connive one, unfortunately. Right. But right. either way, <clears throat> we're going to turn this thing into a five-five uh, vehicle with living metal called Cyclonus Cybertronian fighter, a purple
0: ship with without purple flames. And it, yeah, it doesn't have any. Exhaust. It's not going very fast.
1: Well. To be fair, there's some really hot fire you can't see. It's oh, a so hot fire. It could be like just jet fire, which would make sense. But it could also be falling. Who knows? Uh, this is a 5-5 flyer. It says whenever Cyclonus deals combat damage to a player, convert it. If you do, there is an additional beginning phase after this phase. So, um, an additional beginning phase means that you get an untap, an upkeep, and a draw. A
0: Come on, Sphinx of the Second Sun. Yeah, but on in Demir in the command zone. Demir command zone with some specific on an retirement. Attack trigger on one side of the card. But it's happening. Sphinx of the Second Sun is a 6 6 Sphinx for eight mana, and it has flying. And at the beginning of your post combat main phase, you get an additional beginning main phase. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. And if you play with cards that care about one of those phases, like maybe. Anawan, the Rune Sage, my first ever commander at the beginning of your upkeep. Each player Saxon, non-vampire creature. So if you're getting another untap upkeep draw, you're going to get this. Are you going to play a Demir Vampires robot s- extra?
1: Um, yes. S-
0: no? Yeah. Yeah, we yeah, are? Maybe? I don't think we are, but it's there.
1: I mean, if we have something that's like generating creature tokens at our upkeep, and that's kind of... The theme we're going in, and we just kind of have generic creatures to sacrifice. I say, let's sacrifice a zombie and a vampire at everyone's upkeep. Because there's that enchantment that does that for zombies, too. Why not? You can run it all. But also, I like Triska Decafile, uh for this one because Tris, I like, I like specifically, I like cards that have upkeep triggers that l- allow you to win the game and then allow you to take that upkeep trigger in your second main phase rather than your first, sure. so you can cast the card in your first main phase. Sure. And Decaphile fits that role. This is a card from uh, Innistrad Midnight Hunt. For one in a blue, you get a one-three Human Wizard. It says you have no maximum hand size. At the beginning of your upkeep, it doesn't say your first upkeep, just the beginning of your upkeep. If you have exactly thirteen cards in your hand, you win the game. You can pay three in a blue to draw a card. So as long as I know I'm going to deal damage and get that extra thing, I'm just going to meld my hand into 13 cards and hope I win.
0: That's a, it's a cool win con. I've never seen Triska Decafile played period since it's come out. I have never seen it myself.
1: I have it in one deck. And have you won nice with it ever sleepless deck which has not won yet
0: oh it's not one yet well maybe it will <laughs> um let's go to rakdos here with flame war brash veteran so this is a three two four three mana one black red and it has more than meets the eye of black red so another two mana cost uh vehicle It says second another artifact put a plus one plus one counter on flame war and convert it activate only as a sorcery and then pay one discard your hand put all exiled cards you own with intel counters on them into your hand what's an intel counter you say what's an intel counter andy well i'm gonna flip it over because it's a counter named intel oh, okay. uh it turns over into uh, a motorcycle mm-hmm. and it has medicine death touch and it's a two one and it says whenever it deals combat damage to a player no yeah combat damage mm-hmm. didn't say just damage whenever it deals combat damage to a player exhale that many cards from the top of your library face down put an intel counter on each of them and convert flame Horror. so it reminds me of like it reminds me of prosper yeah but like it doesn't really cast the cards from exile you're not really getting treasure maybe I'd put this in a prosper deck some folks were talking about maybe this being a deck that could focus on world gorger dragon I'm you know it's it's not something that I think I'm interested in, but I did reach out to Mike Carosa from Commander's Herald, mm-hmm. and I said, hey, you have a Lysolda deck, and Lysolda's a Rakdos commander that sacks creatures and stuff. I was like, does this work there? Is this like what you're looking to do? He did say no. He's like, not really, but it's cool, just not really for my deck. I don't have anywhere that I would I would fit this. and I'm not sure I'd want to build this as a commander. Um But it's neat having a Black Red Artifact Commander. There aren't a ton of them. There are
1: not a ton of Black Red Artifact Commanders out there. In fact, a majority of them uh, come from the partner pairings from the original Commander Legends. Uh, The top three, in fact, only three that you'll find if you go and search it on EDHREC is a Keskit Togo armix togo and then grenzo dungeon warden that doesn't actually care about artifacts cares about creatures but i'm sure there is it's an artifact creature theme modular artifact deck creature
0: decks. something that's cool yeah, yeah something like that
1: so this one uh, if you uh, aspire to have a rakdos uh, artifacts deck i think this is your answer um and and don't overlook it because this is this is it this is rakdos artifacts. this is it you don't have any other choice other than partners but uh and grenzo if you're the grenzo player shoot me your list i want to see it <laughs> uh this next one uh it's might say robot but it's going immediately into one of my tribal decks that's definitely not about artifacts or robots and that is gold bug humanity's ally let's see if you can guess which deck it's going in. for one a white and a blue you get a three three robot with more than bci for two just white and a blue so that's our third two mana more than bci pretty cool it says prevent all combat damage that would be dealt to attacking humans you could i love clauses
0: like this to cards it's amazing it's great
1: I mean, if this was a human, it would be even better, but I understand it would be a little bit. There's a, a human way. in this it, art. There is. Not all of them have that. A boy, a man, who knows? Uh, whenever you cast your second spell each turn, you are going to convert Goldbug into a 1 3 vehicle with living metal. It looks kind of like a Volkswagen Beetle there. It says human spells you control can't be countered. And whenever Goldbug and at least one human attack, draw a card and convert Goldbug. So before uh, you get to the uh, blockers and damage step it's going to convert back into the robot side that is going to uh, prevent all combat damage that would be dealt to attacking humans you control so andy what deck am i putting this in
0: in your five color humans deck yeah, sure which is. is more of fun because mm-hmm. it'll only cost you it'll, two it'll cost you one it'll, it'll cost, cost you one because it's reduced by the
1: so it'll cost me the full amount because it's not a human Oh, and it shoot. Only reduces... Yeah, all the this truly does cost you three. Uh, oh, three shoot, you gotta is, pay <laughs> three. Three mana is totally acceptable to pay for a creature in my Morophon deck, and I'll probably try to get it out on three before I even we get We also Morphin looked out. this
0: up, and Goldbug apparently is Bumblebee, but Bumblebee yes. changes its form later in life um, in in the Gen One era, to become like a more mature version, like responsible, mature mm-hmm. version of it. Um, I don't really have a deck for this card. I feel like you could run this in a cool like Glenn voice of calm deck. Oh, that's a that, good idea. That's like it's got Skulk. You mm-hmm. can swing in. You're already playing with humans, but I feel like. Humans wants to enter the battlefield abilities to happen, which is funny because if you look at ETB, Blue White Commanders, Brago and Grand Arbiter are the top two human commanders on EDHREC. Right, and we apologize for seeing. (laughs) Like, we had to see that, so you didn't have to see it.
1: We had to apologize to our own eyes for having to gaze upon those Yeah,
0: like, I'm sorry, uh, but I do... I I mean, I run Brago and Grand Arbiter in our deck, so I'm sorry. Um, I'm also sorry for that. Um, But... i feel like there's a home for this i just don't have a spot for it but i like it a lot
1: it's good stuff it doesn't um, work
0: in niambi although it's legendary i don't care really about humans i'm just caring about cool legendaries it, you don't
1: attack much in that deck either right it's more about etbs and ltbs and i'm
0: i mean i do have to swing to win you in did, that deck okay. except for if i can get the approach of the second sun win off i gotcha. do swing but
1: they're like big. I have like. Oh, I guess you have a lot of like legendary sphinxes that are swinging in the air and stuff. So you have evasion for it. Maybe that's why I'm not thinking of like. I know. don't. I don't know if I block much against Andy. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't block so, much.
0: So moving to our first three color, uh, transformer here is Megatron Tyrant. This is Mardu color. So three red, white, black. More than meets the eyes of one red, white, black, and it says your opponents can't cast spells during your combat, which is wonderful, um, or during combat period, and at the beginning of your post main main phase up oh my gosh at the beginning of your post-combat main phase see i can read you may convert megatron if you do you add colorless for each one life your opponents have lost this turn and then it becomes a tank that sh- shoots like purple lasers yes. okay and it says whenever megatron attacks you may sacrifice another artifact when you do megatron deals damage equal to that artifact's mana value to target creature and then if excess damage would be dealt to that creature um you you would convert Megatron and you deal that much damage to that, that that access amount to the, the creatures controller. Mm-hmm. Um, So this one's cool. Three colors. I, I, I you could play this in like a Mardu aristocrats deck. The problem I'm running into is the fact that I'm probably going to run some low mana value artifacts. And if I can't deal access damage, I have to, I'm banking on the fact that my opponents have low toughness creatures. Sure. And if they don't, maybe an aristocrat style works because then you can, hit your own creature mm-hmm. to flip it back. I'm not sure. I feel like the There's, I feel like, hold on this there, one. The
1: theme has legs, the theme, but also legs. Megatron has legs. <laughs> Megatron also has like, and sort of Starscream in the background of Megatron. Um, I, I like the way that you're thinking. I think that idea does work. Um, you are going to hit yourself, though. Uh, so you're going to deal damage to yourself.
0: But because you're doing aristocrats, you mm-hmm. might hopefully negate that life sure. loss with sure. stealing it from your opponents. Yeah.
1: But I mean, with one ability, you get to sacrifice an artifact and kill one of your creatures. So consider it sacrifice an artifact and sacrifice a creature. And you have to pay a life to do it. It's just a it's just a black sorcery. That's all we just explained. Yeah. Um, so you're you're there. And on the on the robot side, I do think that Morophon does feel a lot like Neheb the Eternal. Um, There's a five mana mono red zombie minotaur warrior that uh, adds red to your mana pool in your second made phase equal to the amount of life your opponents lost this turn. Um, but Megatron has that extra ability of your opponents can't cast spells during combat. And I don't know if you've ever played in the HEV deck, people just remove it in response to you attacking them. So yeah. you won't get the mana Megatron. You will. Um, it is colorless, but again, in this mono red and the HEV decks, you only really need like two or three red and then the rest can be colorless. No problem um you're in mardu you're gonna have access to black and white that's huge upside for deck building potential um i like it i don't know if i love it but i like it do you want some more of it i like it i love it i want some more of it we could talk about the leader of the the autobots this time though
0: oh is that optimus prime it's optimus prime tell me about optimus prime
1: hero optimus prime hero for six mana you get a three blue for three blue red white you get a four eight robot with more than meets the eye for five so one generic class two blue red white this is the beginning of each end step you bolster one and bolster bolstering means you get to choose a creature with the least toughness among creatures you control and put a plus one plus one counter on it when optimus prime dies you return it to the battlefield converted under its owner's control so that's how we're going to get the vehicle side this is
0: the only one that has a dies Mm clause and return as a vehicle it dies and is like i'm a semi
1: yeah it's a he was a martyr but now he's a semi truck this is, I feel like I've seen some copy pasta online about something like that. <laughs> uh, Optimus Prime Autobot Leader is the semi-truck side. It's a 6-8 vehicle, living metal, and trample. This is whenever you attack, bolster two. The chosen creature gains trample until end of turn. And when that creature deals combat damage to a player this turn, convert Optimus Prime. So since the robot side triggers at end step to bolster one, and the vehicle side triggers as you attack to bolster two, you can technically bolster three on every single one of your turns um that you have this optimist prime out it's pretty yeah. cool stuff
0: and so this is the third legendary creature that has bolster um so first we had nfn's spirit and Dramoko the eternal from mm-hmm. before this back in the concept tarkir block which by the way was in 2015 it has been seven years wow since cons of Tarkir. And I feel like this is a deck where I could convert like Nakara and Yannick that I used to play, which was Abzan, right? Because the bolster was in mono white with Anafenza or green white with Dramoka, but there were cards that can move things around. So I feel like just generic counters, you can move things around pretty easily. Mm-hmm. I've seen Dramoka the Eternal um, bolster happen just in generic dragon decks because Dramoka cares about bolstering when dragons attack. I feel like there's something here. It's pretty cool. It's also, I think the biggest vehicle uh it might be
1: it's got the biggest toughness it's got
0: the biggest toughness but it's a 6-8 on one side and a 4-8 on the other mm-hmm. and it's in Jeskai which is cool because you probably have a lot more options of things to do maybe with counters in different in different colors that aren't just Abzan
1: yeah I don't know if there's a way to like assign combat damage equal to toughness rather than power in the Jeskai colors it's typically a green thing but I feel like there's a white ass- assault formation Is that that's green I feel like that's green
0: Mm-mm. No, no that's white that's white okay. is that the one that has if you cast it during your main phase your creatures gain indestructible and you put a plus and plus counter on them but also they give it uh, or something
1: assault formation i think i know what you're talking about uh, assault formation is the two mana green enchantment that has each creature control sign combat damage equal to stuff. the card stuff. i'm
0: thinking of i think is from one of the ravnica sets. i know exactly i can't what you're remember it's, yeah because
1: if yeah it's an instant if you cast it during your main phase so yeah it's definitely it has addendum. addendum
0: that's what that is yeah mm-hmm. um let's talk about sound wave sonic spy this is an esper robot Ooh. for one white blue red uh blue black yes. and it has more than meets the eye of two white blue black it says whenever one or more creature tokens you control deals damage to a player exile target instant or sorcery um from from their graveyard with mana value equal to the damage dealt to them, you get to copy it and, and you can cast the copy without paying its mana cost. And if you do, you convert Soundwave mm-hmm. into, which I believe is a tape recorder, this does not look like a boombox to me. I think it's me. a boombox. I do. We have talked about this before the show. This is definitely a tape recorder. It almost
1: looks like a walkie-talkie receptor too, like the two things on the side. It's a Nokia
0: phone, um, and it has the. So it's indestructible. Is a, you can you can swim underwater. You can climb Mount Everest. You can throw it at a wall. It won't break. But this is another robot that turns into a legendary artifact. So it's not a creature, and it has two two crap It does. There are a lot of texts that really care about odd mana value and even mana value uh, um, cards. So maybe you pick one or the other. Maybe you do both. But whenever you cast a spell with an odd mana value, you convert Soundwave. And if you do, you make a three-three black robot artifact creature token named Ravage with menace and death touch. And if you cast a spell with an even mana value, you convert Soundwave. And if you do, you make Laserbeak a legendary two-two blue robot artifact creature token with flying and hexproof and i will say that if you were a power rangers kid laser beak definitely looks like the pink rangers pterodactyl that flies on and attaches to the megazord's chest definitely that's what laser beak is it's just not it's just like chilling though very small on like a basketball hoop
1: yeah so those i believe are um like mini bots <clears throat> from the Transformers series and they actually transform out of cassette shapes and so, like, the cassettes will go into Soundwave and into the one Autobot and, oh. like, power them up. But they could have them out and go, like, scout, like, Soundwave, go scout, and it'll fly off and stuff. And
0: this is cool. Now, I think this one's tough because. E- extremely e- tough. E- yeah. You, maybe you want some milk because you have to ensure one to start, you need an opponent to have instants and sorceries in their graveyard. Yeah. And if they're not casting them or they're playing a deck like Nikia of the old ways where I run one, uh-huh. um, it's not going to, Soundwave's not going to do a whole lot. Oh against my deck i'm gonna not pay attention to you yeah you're like okay andy play your game i'll have to I don't, kill you eventually eventually <laughs> that's it but i don't care about anything else you're doing because it's not going to help me so you have to get stuff there so maybe you throw in some incremental mill you have like sure. alter the brood I mean, that's I like that. that's kind of a really good one but you're in blue so you can add like teferi's tutelage and some other cards that'll that'll mill things but you pointed out that you specifically have to deal the exact amount of damage sure equal do. to the mana value of that spell. It's not or less than. Mm-hmm. It's it's the exact amount. So cool. if I want to cast a mana value three card and I swing at you with four creatures, you can block one and deal three. Or you could just go, well, I guess I'll take four and you're not going to get any mm-hmm. of the spells from my graveyard. Yeah. That's a lot of brain power and graveyard op- opponent graveyard management.
1: Yes. and it, And it doesn't necessarily get you there with just this card too like you, yes you are creating two twos and creating three threes on the opposite side but one at a time you're not creating you don't get both two right. right yeah um, it doesn't say anything on the back to side whether or not zero mana value spells are even um, I assume that they are
0: I would assume it fits the rest of the rules yeah. which is zero is even
1: yeah but in math rules zero is not even but anyway Soundwave's cool
0: <laughs> no one gets anything that's even and fair
1: it's true it's true well it's not even So that's the thing.
0: (laughs) No one needs to know.
1: So so Esper tokens. uh, I think this as a commander would be a very hard build around, but very, very interesting. I love your Alter of the Brood comment. One power and two power creatures are the most efficient way you can get to any number. Uh, You could do all ones, but one and two is technically the most efficient. Yeah, you
0: can play like Secure the Waste, which I believe is just on an instant speed to make a bunch of one. I mean, there's lots of ways to make a bunch of tokens, and maybe it is Esper tokens. But but again, you have to rely on your opponents. And I'm not sure I'd play Soundwave, but it's a unique strategy.
1: It's very cool. Um, I like it. And... I think, I think this next one, though, is also an extra... I, no, it is an extremely unique This strategy. one is <laughs> <real> crazy. <laughs> extremely unique for this color combination. We have Ultra Magnus Tactician. So for four, a red, a green, and a white, you get a 7-7 seven, seven robot. It has more than meets the eye. For two, a red, a green, a white. So two generic mana lists. It has Ward 2. And whenever Ultra Magnus attacks... You may put an artifact creature from your hand onto the battlefield tapped and attacking if you do convert ultra Ultra magnus at end of combat so this is a naya creature that cares about getting artifact creatures from your hand onto the battlefield not typically the color combination i would think Uh, but on the vehicle side we have a four six uh living metal with haste this one's called armored carrier it's a big uh, semi-truck itself And it has formidable, whenever Ultra Magnus attacks, attacking creatures you control gain indestructible until end of turn. If those creatures have total power 8 or greater, convert Ultra Magnus. So you can technically get this out on turn 5 with haste, swing, and convert it over to the robot side. But you're still not doing anything with it until turn 6, probably. Unless you can cheat it out for the 7 mana, give it haste right away. But really, it's the robot side we care about. We're caring about putting artifact creatures uh, onto the battlefield. But if you're already investing so much time and mana into your commander, you want the creatures you're going to put down to probably be higher mana value or higher impact than Ultra Magnus itself. Um, so you're probably going to play things like Blightsteel Colossus because yeah. it's an 11-11 indestructible fact. Ah, uh, gotcha. And you're going to die. And the thing is, in a lot of these other like mono-red cheat-out decks like uh, the Purphoros from Theros Beyond Death um, or just like Sneak Attack and those kinds of things, Ilharg from War of the Spark those creatures are either going to get sacrificed or returned to your hand at the end of combat or end of turn and with ultra magnus they just stay out so that is a really big you're
0: also in three colors which is cool (sighs) because you do get white green and red so here was here was my thought when i looked at this i wasn't sure if if this one had legs it has legs um is Zalortha strength incarnate um like taking a potential shell from that deck as like the lead up to to the rest of the Blightsteel Colossus Strat, because Zalortha is a 7-3 um, trample dinosaur in Gruel. So at least if it's the color uh, here, and it says lethal damage dealt to creatures you control is determined by their power rather than their toughness. That might not necessarily be important, but I like the idea of playing a bunch of creatures that have high power and really terrible toughness mm-hmm. because you can get like four ones or five ones and even six ones or six twos um, for a lower mana value. For sure. And then Ultra Magnus on the side of like the the armored the transport semi. Mm-hmm. Um, it says whenever it attacks, attacking creatures you control gain indestructible till end of turn. Um, as long as you have creatures of power eight or greater. And if you weren't with like the, the the cards that are played in a Zalortha deck, you're gonna hit eight power immediately. I mean, mm-hmm. it's you're probably never not going to have it in that build. And then just have a couple of good artifacts and ways to grab. I mean, light and tutor can grab artifacts and enchantments. Yep. I mean, you can get some things. I don't know if I'm in love with that. Sure.
1: But it would work. Yeah, I guess um, in red, and even think about it before, in red, like even if you get your blightsteel Colossus out early and someone somehow sends it to the graveyard without exiling it, um, you'll be able to use like Goblin Engineer type of things to uh, swap your artifacts from your graveyard to the battlefield and vice versa. So I guess you won't even lose your high mana value artifacts if they do get removed um but on top of that you don't necessarily have to play with huge 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 artifact creatures but if you are going to take advantage of that ability you should take advantage of it at least twice per time you're doing it so stronic resonator double your yeah attack double that. or something um, anything like that to, to double triple quadruple your triggers obviously will get uh better and, better and better this one i
0: think there was discussion in our discord and i've seen some online where it's like i want to play ultra magnus but I can't figure it out. Like it's not there yet. It will be, someone will figure it out and it'll, it'll be, it'll be
1: great. It it got printed in the right set. Brothers Wars bringing out a ton of huge artifact creatures. And this is probably the right time to build it.
0: Yeah. All right. So pick your top two and your bottom. What would you say? I really like the, um, blaster combat DJ. And, and I, I'm a big fan of blitzwing, the Mono black combo, I I gotta say though, I don't even think RC is my least favorite. I think it's prowl. I don't like I don't like the having to attack and just like exiling something and then sure there's some there's card draw on it. Mm -hmm. I, I saw it it's not the way i want to do it though not a fan i don't want to recast my creatures because i'm probably going to want something with etb as well the way that my brain would work sure and i don't want to just exile your card although it can set somebody back but the Mm -hmm. requirement to swing and also it's just it's too much it's a lot not a fan
1: um i i think i like Soundwave because of the challenge behind the deck building and i really like deck building challenges and stuff and i like esper so that works out well but I think Starscream probably just mono black good stuff. <laughs> mono black adding the monarch. Um, but for my least favorite, I, I do. Uh, sorry to all you Rakdos artifact players out there, but I'm not big in into Rakdos artifacts. So I'm going to say Flame War because I think that's kind of the only way to make that commander work. And it's the only deck it would really fit in. Um, so because it's not a very well supported theme or a theme I'm too excited about, that's why I wouldn't pick Flame War. Nice. Well supported might not be the right word. I take that back
0: there's a i mean there's a lot it's just not maybe for what that what right. we want to do with with a commander I mean, r- in rack sacrifice sure. using
1: artifacts is like big and standard right now or or, yeah. not, or was big and standard yeah anyway yeah.
0: well that's it for this week um we hope you enjoyed not having to read all of those cards on your own that's true it's easier when i do like I like books by tape sometimes it's nice. that's when i listen to the 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 war of the spark novels mm-hmm. which I'm not highly regarded, but I did listen to them.
1: It was it's like it's so it's it's just like Star Wars and Lord of the Rings and stuff. Like even if it's not good content, I want to absorb it so I know the storyline at Just least. want content. Mm-hmm. I do. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, um, we want to know which Transformer is your favorite and which if you're building one, let us know. And if you are putting it into the 99, also just let us know. We kind of want to know. We do. Um if you want to chat with us some more, you can find us in Discord and for as long as Twitter exists, Uh, You can find me there at
1: Andy Fleury. And you can find me there at Worm Coil Engine. And of course, just like every week, we will talk to you next time.